What's up, y'all? Uh, we're back for another episode of Sports Desk. You see the title? <laughs> the Royal Fumble. There was a lot of fumbles this past Saturday, but we're going to get into it. Uh, we're welcoming our hosts, Greg and Lou. What's up, y'all? I know y'all ready for today's show. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Yes, what? man. <laughs> yes, yes, man. Um, I haven't been more ready for a show. We've had a lot of Sports Desk episodes over the past four years. And when I tell you this one, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. Yeah. Because not only were we not prepared for what we got, we were really excited last week. We, we were so yeah. excited. We had our boy RJ Truth that came on. Shout out to him. He's doing amazing. He was in here a little bit earlier. I just wanted to like, give him his praise. Um, and I, again, I've listened to the show. Their predictions weren't as bad as ours. I'll give him his credit. Mm-hmm. They they did a much better depiction of what they were thinking. But boy, um, it, it wasn't supposed to be yeah. this bad. It yeah. fucked me. Bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like you know what? Casually, go for it. Because when I start, I. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we we only have 30 minutes tonight. So that's number one. You only have 30 minutes for the show. But it is going to be jam-packed. Let's go. Yes. So let's kick off uh, the Royal Rumble results, starting with the women's Royal Rumble, who, I mean, the ladies cooked as usual. I mean, they had the Rumble of the night. So that started off at number one. We had the actual winner of the Royal Rumble, Bailey, coming in. She was able to outlast all the ladies. So shout out to her. She got her spot at WrestleMania and she's already picked who she wants to face. So her and Rhea Ripley is guaranteed for the world title. I think that's going to be a fire match. So I'm excited for that one. Um, a surprise entrant. Um, Naomi came in at number two and she's back from TNA. She's back in the WWE. And I mean, the pop was amazing. So I'm glad she's back. I'm glad she better herself. So let's see where she go from here. Um, another surprise entrant was um, TNA Knockouts champion Jordan Grace. That was cool to see her um, with the title, able to participate in the Royal Rumble. Um, if you remember, uh, another TNA Knockout was actually able to do it as well. And her name actually escapes me and she's a veteran. So I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> It'll come to me later on the show. But yeah, another big pop in the Women's Rumble came from none other than Jade Cargill. Y'all, if you had any doubts about Jade Cargill as a star, then you might as well just put all that to bed. Jade is a star. That was her first time in a WWE ring, period. And she did what she was supposed to do. So Jade's not going anywhere. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if you see her in a WrestleMania coming really, really soon. Her, Bianca Belair, had they had they little stare off. She eliminated Nia Jax, which is no easy feat. So, yeah, Jay Cargill, definitely look out for that. The Royal Rumble um, women's match also saw the return of Liv Morgan, who came in at uh, number 30. And unfortunately, she... You know, was eliminated rather soon, but, you know, glad to see her back as well. 
Um, another entrant I was happy to see was Tiffany Stratton from NXT. Um, she's she's another rising star as well. Um, I definitely anticipate seeing her on the main roster really soon. Um, I, and when I say really soon, I I really mean after WrestleMania. Like I really see her coming up really soon. That's how good she is that soon. Um, next up on the card was the WWE. Uh, Universal Championship, which is Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight was a fatal four-way. Um, of course, Roman, with the help of Solo Sokoa, was able to retain. But I-, I gotta say, and I don't know, fellas, y'all agree with me, you know, after seeing such an awesome women's royal match, it, it I mean, this one, it seemed kind of... Uh, like, I, I didn't really need this match after all, after sitting through the women's rumble. Like, what, what do y'all think about that? Man, fuck the entire match. God. I'm going to say this in the most disrespectful way I can say it. Um, when it comes to Roman, I understand, like, he, he's like their new John Cena, the, the Make-A-Wish guy. Like, he, he has to be there for certain shit, and that's fine. And I, I, I give him his kudos for that. But the match itself and the matches that they put him in, it's actually egregious at this point. And yeah, my name mm-hmm. is Greg, and Greg does actually fit very perfect in the term egregious, <clears throat> right? But the issue that I have with Roman is we on this podcast have been saying this shit for four years. Even when I was the only person, at one point it was just Greg, and everybody's like, and you know, shout out to Pam, I know she's doing amazing. Like, when I kept saying, I don't understand, like, this is going on too long. It's not making sense, mm-hmm. right? Right. The wrestling community, not the WWE community, because, you know, they they have, like, their own personal bias. The wrestling community gave up two years ago. They were like, all right, we, we understand, but it's a little bit too much now. It, it got worse. Mm-hmm. When I say it got worse, people were saying that this is worse than any reign that Brock Lesnar had. They said that two years ago. Now, the the WWE community, when you go and look at the comments, they can't filter out the fact that they are actually upset that Roman was able to do what he did again. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me think, it's like, okay, just do they not have anything for him to do? And the answer is, they have something for him to do. He's not a strong champion. And as much as they want to push the amount of days he's been champion, there's always going to be an asterisk to it because of the fact that it's like all of his matches have been the same for mm-hmm. four years. And then not even the length of time that it's been. He was a pandemic champion. It's like when you think of the Lakers having like the the bubble chip, as we call it, like, OK, they, they won uh, NBA final in like a bubble right roman was also a champion because of the bubble and he just Mm -hmm. he's been running the same he's been running the storyline so bad for so long that even the people who are part of his storyline aren't believable anymore people don't want to i won't say they don't want to face roman anymore but it, it doesn't make sense for them to because the moment you know like hey he's he's not he, he, he's not the champion that Vince thought he was going to be. And we'll, we'll get to him, you know, when Cashley and I like talk mm-hmm. about it a little bit later. But I think mm-hmm. the issue that I have 
isn't with Roman. It's not with his like booking. It's the fact that they really haven't developed. They've never developed this character. Let, let's just state, you know, state the facts. For four or five years, as long as he's had this title, his story has never been developed. It hasn't been a, a Cody like finish the story. It hasn't been a mm-hmm. CM Punk like, hey, you have something here you can develop off the story. Roman's story is we need to either get him over with the audience and then when he became over and mm-hmm. he got the title, it's like, okay, how can we keep him champion? Because right now we don't know what we're doing. We got John Cena doing wipeout shows and shit. We have mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. We don't know if he's going to renew. We don't know if Brock's coming back. We don't know what's going on with Seth. We don't know who the next champion could possibly be. The issue with Roman wasn't cancer or anything like that. The issue with Roman Reigns is the fact that he's always going to be looked at as the champion who, one, didn't deserve, and two, he held the title for longer than their rules actually produced. Because Mm -hmm. I remember vividly, I remember this shit like it was fucking yesterday. 2016, they told Dan, was it 2016? It was either 2015, 2016. They told Daniel Bryan, you have to go and give up your fucking title because it's been longer than 30 days and you haven't fucking defended it. They made that mm-hmm. rule. They told they told people, hey, if you're going to be a champion, you have to be a fighting yep. champion. Every 30 yep. days, you have to put the title on the line. He's the only fucking person I know that has only worked five days. He has unlimited PTO and the five days he comes to work, he does less than nothing. When I watched that fucking match... He when I actually I looked at it three times. This is how you know I'm actually serious about this. I watched this match three fucking times. I counted how many moves he did. I counted how many times he laid on the you know the side of the mat, just waiting for something mm-hmm. to happen. For this match mm-hmm. to have been the 19 minutes that it was total, not including the mm-hmm. extra 19 total minutes, right? He laid on the side of the ring or just laid around waiting for the next thing to happen for seven minutes of the match so that's seven minutes unaccounted for for the fucking champion the reason why we're here to not do anything right and Mm -hmm. i know it's gonna sound crazy three of those seven minutes were the most detrimental parts of that match because guess what those were the reasons why he ended up retaining the fucking title he literally lost the match three times he lost the match three times and they were just like you know what How, how can we how can we give him the title again and what they did was, to me, my personal opinion is, the people who haven't bought WrestleMania tickets, they solidify why it's just easier to just watch it at home. Mm-hmm. And it's because of Roman. Yeah. It, it, I, I said this last year. I said it the year before that. I said it the year before that. As long as Roman is going to be the main event of Sunday, you can honestly get your flight back on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. You can go right. home and you can just watch. You can watch WrestleMania from home on Sunday. He like he should be the Saturday main event. And honestly, if they don't do that this year, I'm done. I'm absolutely fucking done. I don't care how the outcome works out. As long as Roman is main eventing or even like on the Sunday of WrestleMania, I don't want to see it. John Cena is least you know at least for him it was a little bit easier because it's like the storyline made sense. Everybody loves John Cena and the people who don't love John mm-hmm. Cena they hate him, but it's it's because they hate to see him win. Roman, the people who want to see him win, they over they're on Twitter talking about oh yeah well guess what's going to happen? Somebody from the bloodline is going to come and interject. And it's like yo they've been doing it for four years. It's the same right, yeah. shit, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this hurt this hurt even more because of the fact that. The ref of all 
fucking people. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to speak. I don't want to go ahead. But let me just say the same situation. I don't care if it's non-disqualification or what. Slow counts fucking matter. We, we right. need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. When, when it comes to championship matches, you know the moment they start doing a slow count for the champion who mm-hmm. or whoever it is, whenever they start doing slow counts, that's the person who's going to win the match. They've made right. it that fucking messed up. I was watching the match and I even said in our group chat, I was like, wait a minute. Like, did they forget how to count? Because mm-hmm. the two count took 10 seconds. I was like, wait a minute. Right. He's had to slide across the ring. Then after he slid across the ring, he had to raise his arm up. And then it was like one, two. And you're like, yo, it does not take that long to count to three. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like my, th- my three-year-old knows how to count to three faster than that, which is crazy. So, well, Again, I'm going to shut up. All I'll say is, Roman, your time is coming. And if your time is not coming, TKO is going to realize box office. They're going to realize box office, and it's not with you. He has honestly ruined the last six years of so many WWE superstars, so many wrestlers' careers because of the fact that they attempted to push somebody who was literally a part-timer. And we gave Brock Lesnar so much hell for doing the same thing. Here's the issue with Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, yes, people were saying, okay, like, he's not pushing people. Brock Lesnar's job wasn't to push people. He was the person, he was a gatekeeper. Roman Reigns isn't a gatekeeper. He's a person that we're still trying to get across the gate. They are trying to make Roman Reigns a thing. Brock Lesnar is a thing. Like, when we look at Brock Lesnar and we look at Roman, Roman's going to be that guy that's like, yeah, you know, he was a champion and he held the title for this many days, but does it matter if he only fought four times a year? That's always going to be that. Right. When it comes to Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. same reign, same type of title reign and stuff like that. But we're like, but Brock Lesnar already solidified his legacy because he is who he is. And when he wrestles, it's box office. Rock, he may come in one every, you know, once every five years. Box office. John Cena can come in on a Friday night. He doesn't even wrestle. Box office. Roman mm-hmm. Reigns comes in four or five times a year. And every time we're like, okay, it's going to be the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be the same thing. It, it's disgusting to think about, and coming from the match you just said, Cashley, it actually ruined Royal Rumble for me. And I'll shut up. I'll let you finish. Go. Yeah, and uh, and definitely this is a great conversation. I definitely want us to table it for a future show because I actually want us to look at Roman's title reign as opposed to say like a Bruno San Martino, uh, San Martino. Uh, or any long-rating WWE champion. So definitely we're going to table this conversation, but to get through the rest of the card from uh, Saturday night, uh, of course, we had the United States Championship. Uh, Logan Paul, he retained against Kevin Owens via disqualification. Yeah, I could have done without that one too. Um, (laughs) uh, Basically, next up is the Men's Royal Rumble, um, which I think we can agree where the big fumbles really came in. Starting off, the Royal Rumble basically saw Jay Uso at number one, Jimmy Uso at number two. Um, their, their stare off was cool. I thought that was a really cool way of kicking it off. Um, and of course, just like with with the women's Rumble, there was a couple of surprise entrants. One being Andrade, um, who wrapped up his time in AEW and now he's back in WWE. So I thought that was awesome. Um, 
But yeah, Lou, uh, basically, I definitely want to get to you, Lou, because you coined the show for tonight, Royal Fumble. So I definitely got to hear from you and your thoughts on this one. Well, well, again, like I I didn't, that's why this is the only uh, match that I can speak on because this is the only one that I actually got to see. So I just like, it, it, it didn't, almost every Royal Rumble that I've watched, there's at least two or three of those, like, oh my God, or wow moments, you know? Right. And there, I mean, there was a couple like, oh, wow, that's cool. But like nothing really made me jump out of my seat or anything. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. It, 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 that's, you know, again, the Royal Fumble. I think, I think they dropped the ball on this one. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just, you know, it, it, it's like you could almost kind of see exactly what was coming 20 minutes before it actually happened. You yeah. know, with, with Cody and Punk, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, that's where I was disappointed because you right. know everybody likes that wow moment and that jump out of your seat moment and it didn't happen mm-hmm. for me and that's where I think they dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think one big fumble, well, one of the big ones was the sequencing of the entrance. I mean, um, they had uh, like say a ricochet. He came out at like number twenty six. And, and and it is no diss to Ricochet, right? Because he, he's right. awesome. But I expected to see him way earlier in the Rumble, to be honest. Um, also, uh, Sami Zayn, I kind of expected to see him earlier um, as well. Uh, Pat McAfee, they had him at number yeah. two. And then... <laughs> and then he what? jumps back out. It's like, that's a wasted he's spot. Right. <laughs> Well, and then like, I read somewhere today, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I read somewhere today that McAfee didn't even know that he was supposed to be a part of it. I saw that so, too, and it's like, dude, yeah, come on, like, what do you, <laughs> who do you believe? <laughs> right, I had no like, idea. So. Yeah, um, and then of course we had uh, CM Punk. He made his return to the Royal Rumble at number uh, twenty-seven. Followed by Drew McIntyre at number twenty nine, um, and uh, dang, what Cody? Did, what number did Cody come in at? Um, um, was he like twenty three or twenty four? Yeah, he. Yeah, I think he came in a little later as well. Um, but before I go into that, I definitely got to send a shout out to Carmelo Hayes um, from NXT. He's mm-hmm. awesome. Melo don't miss. Shout out to Pam because I'm so happy she was able to go to the Royal Rumble Live. She loves Carmelo. So I know she was absolutely beside herself. So shout out to her. Um, yeah, I, we're going to see more of Melo. I don't, no doubt about that. Also, we got Braun Breaker from NXT, um, which oh, from yeah, my yeah. understanding, yeah, which from my understanding, he, he stood in for that Brock role. And I think he played Brock's role rather good like he did what brock yeah. would do like he did, he did. <laughs> yes so that was awesome um cody rhodes came in at number 15 um oh, gunther okay. came in at number 18 <laughs> <laughs> oh no problem yeah because i totally i totally had a brain fart so <laughs> don't worry <laughs> about it um gunther came in at number 18 now 
I think I had my ultimate pick to be Gunther because last year he 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 did so well last year. So I totally expected to see Gunther win the win the Rumble, but you know it, it wasn't his time to it wasn't his time to finish his story. It was, however, Cody's time. It came down to him and CM Punk um, as the final entrance. So of course Cody won, but the big story coming out today was the injury of CM Punk, um, a torn tricep. So now he will be out from four to six months, meaning he will miss Rumble. And as of today's broadcast, you, you know, if you're listening live on stereo, you probably watched Raw as well. So you probably got the announcement live from CM Punk himself. Um, <laughs> and I got to kind of sniggle because, you know, having him a storyline with Drew McIntyre, Drew kind of, you know, came out with his little savage move saying, I prayed for this moment. <laughs> For you to be injured so that I can take your spot. Yeah, shout out to Drew on that. The acting skills were great because <laughs> I kind of felt that way. Like, dang, dude, you prayed for my downfall and it actually happened. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to Cody Rhodes. He's heading out to WrestleMania. Um, what's also interesting was that Roman and Seth were watching from the Brock seats. So they got a first-hand seat of who the winner is. Cody points uh, up at Roman. Um, I, I, I guess right. So I guess you can you can kind of say this may be setting the stage for Cody to win the title. Um, and I, I don't want to go into deep too much detail. We can definitely say this for a future show. But once Cody gets the title. What does it really mean? Like, what, what, how does he plan to carry this title forward? Right? Because this is a title that was rarely defended. Let, let's be real. You know, we, we all know this. Right. So, what does this title really mean now? And what does it mean for Cody to have this title? And, like I say, we ain't got to go too my, deep into that. But, yeah. My, my quick thoughts is the, the title that Roman held is essentially a glorified intercontinental belt. It's wow. defended every once in a while. It's it's prestigious because of who held it, but the person who's currently holding it isn't holding it up to the same prestige, right? Mm-hmm. When I think about what's going to happen is Cody's going to hold the belt for the, the four or five months that it's going to be, and I don't want to say it's going to be a bad reign, but it's going to be one of those reigns Kind of like how Bray Wyatt got Rest of Soul was, where it's like, yeah, we, we, we put it on him, but we don't have anybody for him because we can't create a storyline. The reason why they can't create a storyline around Cody is now once Cody gets the belt, it's like Roman part two. It's like, well, we can't take the belt off of him because it's too early. Right. It's not going to mm-hmm. be a Kofi thing. It's not going to be a Ray thing. It's like, well, we invested all this money in him. Everybody else right. is fucking injured. When he was injured, we waited it out. We trusted the process, mm-hmm. and now he's the process. Um, right. I personally think that when CM Punk actually rolled out of the ring and he told them he felt he tried, you know, he, you know, he had uh, like felt something because when I looked mm-hmm. at it again, yeah, it looked like he was injured, and they mm-hmm. already knew, so they had to yep. give it to Cody. Cody wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to win that one. He was not supposed yeah. to win Rumble. I agree. Everybody to me, it looked like it was supposed to be. Punk 
and uh, what's the name? It was supposed to be Punk and Seth. Everything mm-hmm. kind of like resonated with that. And the reason yep. why is because the way that they panned to Seth first and then they panned mm-hmm. to Roman. Seth was just sitting there cooling, excuse me, cooling because he didn't realize like, okay, it's going to be what it's going to be. I, I may have to face Cody. To me, mm-hmm. that's the lower hanging fruit. We even said it when we were watching it. We're like, oh, it makes more sense for him to fight Cody because if Cody wins, then we get the match that they just hyped up less than a month mm-hmm. ago. Rock versus right. Roman. Right. Which, and I want you to speak on it because I don't want to like say too much about it, but I'll just say they ruined Royal Rumble with the end of Royal Rumble. The, the car was already completely ruined to me after the women's match. But what Cody did, his decision being instant, kind of fucked it up for me. And mm-hmm. the smart money was to make it a, a Seth and Cody pay-per-view. Right. Especially knowing that mm-hmm. Punk was injured. Yeah. And he let Cody do what he wanted to do anyway. And mm-hmm. at this point, I'm off of it. So that, that's all I really have to say. Cashley, how do you feel? Yep, and, and I agree with you. And it also would have been a continuation of the Cody and Seth um, storyline as well. Because if we remember back to, uh, I can't remember the pay-per-view, but Cody was injured then, so they weren't really able to have the kind of match that they really wanted to. So that would have been really good to have a Seth and Cody at WrestleMania um, to kind of really wrap up that story. You know, that that's a story I would have liked to see wrapped up as well. So I, I definitely agree with you on that one. And um, before I continue, I see we do have a voice note. So let's um, play that real quick. I just wanted to give my take on the Royal Rumble. I was not entertained at all, except for the Ladies Rumble. The ladies really put on the show. The rest of the show was straight trash. Now, with Cody Rhodes winning the Rubble, does this mean we will not see The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania or ever? You see what I mean? I just said Yeah, see, an interesting thing is um, I saw an article saying that uh, they actually asked The Rock about this, and they said that they're still trying to work out the details. Um, so is that, you know, a, a media trained answer? It's possible, um, mm. that maybe, yeah, we're not going to get it at a, at a mania, maybe a summer slam. Who, who knows? Right. Right. But and, and, and yeah, I mean, the only, I think the only thing that would make sense would be, well, I mean, I mean, yes, it would make sense at mania. But it probably yeah. would make better sense at SummerSlam mm-hmm. because now you know now that Cody won, uh, picked Roman, you know that's got to play out. So then when mm-hmm. Cody wins, maybe Cody wins by The Rock interfering in the match or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right, it, 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 something's got to build up to it. It just can't be that promo that The Rock did a couple weeks ago. I mean. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I would I like to see it at Mania, probably, but I think chances are, yeah, you'll probably see it at like SummerSlam. But that's the thing. Will we care at SummerSlam? Like res- respectfully to both of them. Like I, I just 
when you have a match like that, that they, they've been building that match up just as long as they built up the first Brock and Roman fight, because everybody has mm-hmm. said he's beat everybody. He has to beat like, even during the pandemic, he has to beat the rock. The rock has to be the one. He, he, he has to be the person to take over the, the head of the table. The storyline doesn't even write rock into it. They don't even write in the Mayavea like legacy at all into the bloodline story by any fucking means. Right. So to have it at SummerSlam to me would be a, a slap in the face. Cause it's like, you had the fucking opportunity and you didn't take it because you were attempting to appease two audiences that are, in my personal opinion, ungrateful for what it's going to be. You have the Roman fans who are really ungrateful for the title reign because they see it as days that he's been champion, not the people that he's fought all being, to, you know, in most respects, being future Hall of Famers or people who will be Hall of Famers. That's why, you know, that's where I give him the credit. The issue is this. We have no WWE legends that he hasn't fought and completely squashed. Like, their legacies have been tarnished by facing him. So there's that. Then you have the current roster people who can't move up because there's a glass ceiling and, you know, he is on the other side of that, right? To the point where Brock, even outside of the whole situation that we haven't talked about yet, like, mm-hmm. there's only been one person that's ever been on that level. And even he doesn't want to fight him again because he got tired of doing the same shit right. for four years, mm-hmm. right? Right. Going into, like, the, the tail end of what I'm attempting to say is this. You put a title on Roman, right? And he's supposed to be that guy, the guy. Then you tease everybody with the whole idea of The Rock, right? Now, one thing I do know for sure is The Rock is too old to be fucking champion. Somebody's going to be like, well, Goldberg did it. Yeah, but Goldberg was also an active fucking wrestler on roster. Rock is only doing what he's doing because there's no Fast and Furious movie. There's no fucking DC check coming out right now. And he has no active movies for him to do Mm -hmm. because of the writer's strike. That's the only fucking reason that he's here. So... The fact that you completely squandered the opportunity for him to even show up at Royal Rumble, which he did not. It's like, did you care? Did you even know what you wanted to do with this? Which means that when the CM Punk shit happened and they knew for a fact, okay, Cody, this has to go to you. I'm sure they made that like that call at that moment. They could have said, okay, pick Seth. It is the, the road less traveled, right? Because you can still finish the story. You and Seth can have that squash match because again Seth is injured CM Punk is injured put a fucking title on the one person who is active and uninjured right now right mm-hmm. give it to you know to him let him go and fight Gunther for three or four months or whatever lose that title Roman comes back or whatever and then you can have that that match because at that point Roman has gone and had the Wrestlemania fight with Rock. Rock is not going and having a summer slam match with Roman because at that point, Roman's already lost the title. The streak is done. There's no point. There's no value in him going and fighting him because then it just looks like Roman is now the defeated person who lost to um, to Cody and he's he's trying to pick a fight. So unless the night after WrestleMania um, and I'm not saying this to be true, but if it does happen, tr- I want y'all to go and like listen to the show and be like, you know what? Like, Sports Dust was right. Rock comes out the, the night after WrestleMania. Roman mm-hmm. loses or whatever. He's complaining. Rock's music hits. 
And he's like, well, we need to discuss who's the real, you know, head of the table because I wouldn't have lost to Cody, right? But then you write yourself into a hole with wrestling because then you have to prove it. Then you have to have a Rock versus Cody fucking battle. And that, that gives Roman the four or five months off until SummerSlam. Rock ends up winning at, I'm trying to think, what's between um, WrestleMania and SummerSlam? Is TLC between then? Um... Hell in a Cell is. Yeah, Hell, Hell in a Cell. July. Mm-hmm. June or July. Yeah, but I mean, can you can you honestly see The Rock beating Cody Rhodes at Hell in a Cell and then going and fighting Roman to for the title at, <laughs> at uh, what's his name? <laughs> it, it's it's worse than the, the Rock and Cena thing where Rock had the title. And it's like, wait, what? At that point, to me, and I'll, I'll shut up by saying this, the WWE they were attempting to pacify everybody because of what was going on this week that Castor would get into. What mm-hmm. happened, though, is there were so many botches, there were so many injuries that happened, and there are still a lot of people who are injured that they completely ruined Royal Rumble by not even preparing for WrestleMania. And the reason why they didn't prepare is because in their head, they already had WrestleMania thought out. They thought they would sign certain wrestlers. They thought for a fact that we would just know where we're going. Right now, the way that it's looking after Royal Rumble, WrestleMania may only be Saturday night. And the only reason I say that is because if we only got four fucking matches for Royal Rumble, there's no way you can tell me that you can entertain us like you did last year, like the year before that, for two consecutive nights. What we just saw in the storylines that haven't even been developed yet for WrestleMania. One of the fucking matches that should have happened, I said it in the chat, that should have happened at WrestleMania happened at the Royal Rumble because they didn't have enough matches. And that's the, that's the, um, um, what's the name? The, the KO match. That's a Royal Rumble, uh, that's a WrestleMania match. That is not a fucking Royal Rumble match. And I even said, I was like, the reason why it didn't hit the way it was supposed to is mm-hmm. one, is because it went after, it went after the most lackluster fucking title match I've ever seen. Right. Outside of mm-hmm. Goldberg and, uh, what's the name, right? But even outside of that, now when I look at it, I'm like, the same way I said it in the chat, how does someone who spent twelve to $1,500 for WrestleMania tickets convince themselves that this WrestleMania is going to be good when half the people that they're going to go see are either injured, they won't be fighting, or they won't be fighting the people that they should be fighting. And that's why when Lou said it's the Royal Fumble, it's the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's looking really dark. So I'll shut up from there. Cash, what, what you got? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Real quick, I just wanted to say these next couple months, um, you, we're going to have to be glued to the TV because I, a lot of like, the storylines and what's going on is going to happen within the next, like, I'd say two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, you could, like, look through, through the storyline to see maybe what's going to happen after WrestleMania. You know, it, you know, if you're an avid watcher like you are, of course. Um, but you know, it, these next couple months is really, really, really going to be telling for the company. Let me tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. <laughs> and uh, a quick shout out to The Rock. He's a new TKO board member. Um, so, and that was announced um, around the same week. All the uh, all the nasty allegations came out, and to kind of segue into that, um, Vince McMahon uh, finally resigned uh, after an ex-employee's lawsuit. Um, man, oh man! Um, I, I think the jig is up for Vince, um, and it seemed like as the more years went by, more allegations came out. But it wasn't until the 20, I would say the 2019s, 2020s, that's when you really knew that there's no way he could run from his past or anything that he's done. Um, but basically in this lawsuit, and I'm reading from an article from ESPN.com, um, Janelle Grant, who worked in WWE legal and talent departments, alleged that McMahon forced her into a sexual relationship in order for her to obtain and keep her job passed around pornographic pictures and videos of her to other men, including employees. Um, the lawsuit uh, filed in district court in Connecticut, where WWE is headquartered, also names WWE and John Laurinaitis, company's former head of talent relations, as defendants. Um, John Laurinaitis, uh, I do want to pause on him for a quick second because he is also the stepdad of Nikki and Brie Bella. And they released their statement today as well, pretty much condemning the actions of who they called uh, members of the WWE. They didn't say names, but at this point, you know who they're talking about. And I can't imagine what they're going through with this. Like this man is married to my mother and this is what he's been involved in. I would, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> yeah, if I knew I, this is who my mom was laying down with every night, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know what to do. They knew that, they knew that stepdaddy was a piece of shit. They knew it. <laughs> it's disturbing. I know that. Like, it's, it's really, very disturbing. Really disturbing. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I haven't read the entire lawsuit, but I've seen screenshots of the text messages floating around and the text messages alone are disturbing. Um, the way he would name sex toys after various wrestlers, uh, including the black wrestlers. Like, I, I mean, this, this just has so many nasty layers to it. It's like, Oh my God! Um, <laughs> what if, you know what? Uh, if, if you think about it, okay, they just did this deal with Netflix. Yep. Can you imagine the Netflix documentary that's going to come out now? Oh man! Like, and I'm not even trying to be. That's funny. the only. I, I'm, I'm I'm being dead serious. Like, it, <laughs> there's going to be people that don't care about wrestling. That are going to watch this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and just and it, 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 I mean, wow. I, there's just there's going to be. I, I just have a feeling there's going to be a lot more to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, about this that you're just going to sit back. And yeah. Say, oh my goodness. How how can that happen? How could this happen? Like, it, it's just crazy. Well, I, it really is. 
I, I think they did it right on time. They decided to go with Netflix because of the fact that when we were talking about it again three years ago, we were saying, okay, it's going to be Disney. It's going to be Hulu. When we were trying to figure out what it was, we never said Netflix because, again, like Netflix isn't known for, like, you know, having live TV, right? But they, they want it to be a part of live TV. But the issue is nothing that was already live wanted to be on Netflix because they hadn't established themselves yet, right? So it was low-hanging fruit when you think about everything that happens. Ironically, they get the deal with Netflix, the day they get the fucking deal with Netflix, all the shit comes out. And it's mm-hmm. been this way for the past two years. Every time that they're about to ink a deal, some shit comes out about someone or some people, some group of people who work at WWE. And Vince is usually the, the, the hierarchy of these things. It's not a legend. You can go and look at the shit on Google. You can go and look at his own family members who have resigned as a result of the shit. Mm-hmm. Prime example, yep. Peacock, right? No one was thinking, okay, Peacock, NBC. Like, why don't they just fucking do SmackDown on NBC? Why don't they do Raw on NBC? Why Peacock, right? And it's like, okay, it's the Peacock app. Like, we, we're already, like, hemorrhaging money when it comes to the WWE network. We don't know how we can retain people. But if people have a, a subscription to a service that provides more than what we offer, that's already popular on its own, people aren't going to mind. But since that announcement, that was, what, Thursday afternoon? Thursday? It was either yep. Thursday or Friday afternoon. Yeah. Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Netflix has already said that they're attempting to raise their prices. They have to because they know for a fact that they got to pay WWE, but they also got to pay hush money to people who, if they aren't going to go speak on these Netflix docu-series about whoever this happens to, like, they're getting money from that. When you think about Dark Side of the Ring and shit like that, being on Vice, now Netflix is going to have docu-series about whatever happened to X amount of wrestlers. They saw the, the well drying up with advice because people were telling stories but they wanted to be hidden behind a camera or they didn't want to speak mm-hmm. up and they were because right. you know it's because they were afraid of vince and it's the truth they were now that vince has been outed and i say his name comfortably because of the fact that again this is all public information now. i'm not making this shit up it's not like we're right. speculating people are coming right. out so it's public now that it's public right. You're going to start having so many people come out of the woodwork and tell their story, tell their truth. And it's going to be on Netflix where it's easily accessible to people who already had an existing subscription. They mm-hmm. can't do it on Peacock because Peacock is considered to be family safe. It's considered to be the, the, the safe streaming platform. Netflix, you may see some titties. You may see some narco shit. You may see, you know, some shoot em up, bang, bang. You may see sports the one thing you don't see is wrestling and i can comfortably say the reason why is because vince and wwe kind of monopolized on the whole wcw wwe we have the content we have the catalog right and Mm -hmm. they started bringing some stuff over to peacock but then it's going to start an internal war and a bid between netflix and peacock you heard it here first i guarantee you this as sure as i'm black peacock is eventually going to look at their contract with wwe and say wait a minute y'all ended up going over to netflix and you're giving them more even though raw is ass and we can all agree that it's not good right Mm -hmm. but they're gonna they're gonna give netflix the docu-series 
And the reason why I say they will give the docu-series is because they're going to give all the old pay-per-views. Yeah, if you want to see the 1989 Royal Rumble, go to Peacock. If you want to see the docu-series about why Macho Man Randy Savage did this, or why Chris Benoit did this, or why Diamond Dallas mm-hmm. Page did this, go to Netflix, right? People want to go see that. They want to go see Netflix. They want to go to Netflix for that. And it's partially because of Vince. But with everything you said about like John Laurinaitis, when you talk about like the, you know, Nikki Garcia and all of them, when I think of what's to come of it, the only thing I can think that's actually going to come from this is there's going to be way more people that come out not telling the truth, but they're going to come out denying allegations against themselves. There's going to be a lot of people who you're not going to see as much. And the reason why I say that, yeah, Royal Rumble. And I'll shut up after mm-hmm. this. My final thought is when you look at the Royal Rumble, all the allegations and shit happened Thursday and Friday, right? Yep. WWE mm-hmm. was scrambling. We didn't even touch on the fact that Slim Jim decided, hey, you know what? Right. <laughs> we're going to pull the fuck mm-hmm. away. <laughs> like, right. we're going to move the fuck away from them. Right. Nobody thought about it like this. There's no fucking WWE legends outside of Hulk Hogan uh-huh. who was at Royal Rumble, talked about Royal Rumble. And the reason to me, my personal perspective is the reason why you didn't see a lot of them is because they don't want to be under the microscope of the reason why you keep coming back to WWE is because either you were around that Vince shit mm-hmm. or you were a part of that Vince shit. And right. that's why when I was like, yo, like you don't see the Bubba Ray Dudleys. You don't see the, 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 I don't say big boss man, God rest his soul. Like just older wrestlers, men and female alike. Right. The, the irony was there. The writing was on the wall, the wall when we looked at the women's Royal Rumble starting off first, and there was not a inkling of any talent from the past. Lita wasn't there. Fact. Trish Stratus yeah. wasn't there. Molly Holly wasn't there. None of them. You're trying to tell me the, the year that all of them could have been there because Vince is actually gone. He's out. The reason why they did that is like, oh, like I'm waiting and I'm not putting, you know, any smut on the name of saying that they are part of shit. But in my personal opinion, it's this. They have stories that they want to tell and mm-hmm. they're just waiting. They're waiting it out. They want to see what happens, because I'm telling you, I feel like mm-hmm. if I could name some people, I think Trish Stratus has a story. Mm-hmm. I, I think oh, that yeah. the Bellas, they have a story. All of them, mm-hmm. when they start talking, and it's on Netflix, and Netflix has an unlimited bag of money that they can just throw at people, unlike Peacock, I understand it's NBC, but Netflix, to me, they know reach. They know who has this already and who's going to watch this, the viewership and shit like that. That's why you have Chris Rock, Seinfeld, um, Dave Chappelle. You have all these comedians. You have all these actors and stuff. They want that Netflix money. But now, if they're starting to do streaming with like live stuff like Raw... Don't be surprised if you start seeing a lot of your favorite wrestlers starting to talk about the life and times of working at WWE. Don't be surprised. It's going to happen. And I give it eight months. That, that's my timeline. And you know what? Um, speaking of Dark Side of the Ring, the plane ride from hell episode should have let everybody know that this was everything was going to come out. The shit was going to hit the fan. Because that was one incident that was infamous, but nobody knew the real details behind. So you had, you know, Stewart has come out and saying how Ric Flair exposed herself, exposed himself to her. Like, I, I mean, you had, you know, Brock Lesnar acting a fool. Speaking of Brock, he was also implicated 
in this lawsuit. Um, According to ESPN, um, the lawsuit also implicated a former UFC heavyweight champion with whom WWE was actively trying to sign to a new contract. Former UFC heavyweight champion? I I mean, we know Mm -hmm. who that is. So, I I mean, yeah, that that episode alone and who was involved should let everybody know what shit was going to hit the fan. That right there, because it the 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 details of that, listening to the stewardess tell her story, it was horrible, and the fact that she had to pretty much be silent for years because think about it, you're facing the WWE, which is a media conglomerate the biggest sports entertainment company out there ever. Like you can't, you can't just say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna fight them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how much energy and time and money that takes. I mean, you kind of do what you got to do to make sure that you are safe to make sure you can survive. So, I mean, that story right there was really telling and through it all. Um, Vince McMahon is actually denying the allegations. Um, he said, and I quote, I stand on my prior statement that Mrs. Grant lawsuit is replete with lies. I'm seeing uh, made up instances that never occurred and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. I tend to vigorously defend my name, defend myself against these baseless accusations and look forward to clearing my name. Um, and also speaking of Slim Jim, uh, definitely want to point out that uh, Vince resigned after Slim Jim pulled out. So they were the main sponsor of the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, that's money, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you got to resign because you cost the company money now. So once Vince resigns, Slim Jim is back on board. Uh, you know, the Royal Rumble kicks off as expected. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a lot. And in, in the ESPN article, definitely check that out. It's given a lot of details from that lawsuit. Um, but I think the main, the other part of it is a sex trafficking aspect of it. How uh, she details Vince wanted to pass her around to different folks within the company. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's just a lot. And and Forbes magazine actually does a breakdown of like all the allegations against Vince stemming back from at the earliest 1992. So just for additional context, none of this is new about these uh, Vince having these kind of allegations alleged against him. This is not new. This is at least 30 to maybe 40 years in the making. So definitely want to put that out for additional context. So for sure, like I'll, I'll say this and I ain't going to go too deep into it because, again, you gave more context than I could ever give. We can read all the articles. We can go on the forums and the groups and stuff like that. I will say this. He got away with it the first time. And Mm -hmm. the reason why he got away with it was because the people who knew better did better by not throwing everything out at the beginning. Mm -hmm. He beat what he beat the first time because he tried to run the play that he's running now. With the, right. I'm going to hold it to the highest esteem. I'm going to take it to the highest court. I'm going to defend my name and stuff like that. He said it the first time. And the reason mm-hmm. why, you know, he was able, I don't say to win, but the reason why people 
gave him grace is because he went away for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just go away from it the second time. And the smartest thing they did was they held some shit back. They say, you know what? Yeah, you did this. And it's your word against theirs. And it is what it is. But yeah. your events or whatever, cool. That's why I always find it ironic that whenever there's an allegation surrounded around Vince, he's always trying to sign a deal. He's always trying to either mm-hmm. sell the company or sell a portion of it or get somebody off the books. But the writing is on the fucking wall. If your own fucking daughter doesn't want to deal with you and she resigned from the company and she's been radio silent throughout this entire thing, to mm-hmm. me, not as a podcaster, but as a person, a man, and a dad myself, that is their way of disowning you and saying, you know what? I probably know more than y'all do. And I'm going to stay the fuck mm-hmm. quiet, not because it's my father, but because he's my kid's grandfather. He's my That's mom's right, yeah. husband. Like, mm-hmm. she, she doesn't want to tarnish that man's name. He's doing, he's doing it himself, regardless if it happened 30, 40 years ago. Stephanie McMahon is, what, 50-something years old? Mm-hmm. If I'm 36 and she, is, she has to be clearly older than me, right? Mm-hmm. You you did all your family dirty. You you got you got Pretty in much. the position that you were in after they gave it back to you, and the first people mm-hmm. you thought to fire was family, not the mm-hmm. people who could who had the dirt on you. You're like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and fire family first. Family's supposed to hold you down. Your family was kind of confused because it was like, yeah, they've been holding you down because this could have been came out. The reason why Steph hasn't yes. said anything, the reason why Triple H hasn't said anything, the reason why Linda hasn't said anything, the reason why Shane, honestly, ever since he tore his ACL at WrestleMania, he ain't really said any fucking thing. Not because mm-hmm. they love you or hate you or something like that. It's because of the fact they already knew and they knew the people who were involved. They're like, I'll just see how it plays out. And Vince, I'm telling, not him directly, but this is an indirect like statement that I'm about to make here. People just wanted to watch the brand. They wanted to watch mm-hmm. WWE. They mm-hmm. let they let him. I don't want to say get away with murder because that's kind of like loaded, but they allowed him to get away with the things he got away with. Not because he was Vince McMahon, but because of the fact that they wanted to see the betterment of this business. Newsflash: the company is not under him anymore. Now that you resigned, bro, and you you effectively given the company away you have your money you can go to a foreign island and never be seen again but Mm -hmm. he's too proud for that he got away with it the first time and then when he came back he wanted to be on board he wanted to be a chairman he wanted to have his position back you can't do it Mm -hmm. twice it's fool me once fool me twice there won't be a three time a third time and the reason why there won't be a third time vince is because of this yeah and it's interesting that you bring that up because um Uh, Janelle Grant actually alleged all of this beginning in March 2020. So I remember around Mm -hmm. this time, we started discussing the sale of WWE and, you know, speculating where, who would buy it, who was going to be sold to. So it's it's actually interesting that you actually bring that up because it was around that time, 2020. Um, She says she signed a disclosure agreement in 2022. Um, for like a sum of like $3 million. So it was around that time that a board investigation began uh, after an anonymous tip. So it's interesting how all of this kind of came out because of the sale. Mm-hmm. And you just it just makes you wonder if there was no potential sale, if there was no investigation launched into any dealings going on with the company, would this have came out? 
Bingo. Well, like you said, if we've been talking about this shit since 2020, we've literally mm-hmm. watched a, a pandemic WrestleMania. We done watched shit for WrestleMania, well, three WrestleMania since then. Plenty of pay-per-views. We done seen Vince come back and look like Gomez Adams with the, the, the thin beard. I'm sorry, the thin mustache and right. shit like Right, oh that. my we God. so much happen. <laughs> yeah, he, he came back with like jet black hair and a mustache. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going Okay. He, mm-hmm. he looks like everybody is depicting him like a fucking creep, right? But and yeah. I'm not saying this to be a rude or an asshole. My issue is if everybody is staying away from you and the people that you are implicated with are staying the fuck away, mm-hmm. writing's on the wall. Like you said, mm-hmm. Braun Breaker had to take Brock Lesnar's spot in mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. Why the fuck not? Oh, because mm-hmm. your name's in the news. If you show up, Hmm. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's here. Yep. Okay. Let, let's just go ahead and talk about that, right? He's not yep. there. Vince McMahon, ironically, ain't there. Remember, he was wasn't he at last year's Royal Rumble? And he, you know, he made his proclamation and shit mm-hmm. like that with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He wasn't there, right? Um, you have the WWE legends. Every year, you have a WWE legend or two at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Be it mm-hmm. they love Vince, they hate Vince. None of them showed up. They were talking about X-Pac's going to be there. We talked about Mr. Kennedy and all these other people. Nobody showed up. Yes, somebody would say the reason why is because they're all a little bit older in age and stuff like that. But that would be true if The Rock didn't get the rights to his name back the same fucking mm-hmm. week. It's almost right. like the people who know for a fact that they can gain from Vince being here because they never did wrong on once they did wrong, but they were never on Vince's side of the fence. Mm-hmm. They're all profiting now. That's why you started seeing Andrade coming back. <laughs> That's why you started seeing, you know, Naomi come back. We didn't see Sasha Banks. I still think she's playing the waiting game because she knows the other shoes going to drop. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting until April first, right? But there were a lot of people who, like I said, were waiting for. Not even the other shoe drop, just to see what was going to mm-hmm. happen with Vince. So when Naomi came back, I was like, okay, she's back because Vince is gone. We talked about it in the chat. A lot of us believe that mm-hmm. once he's gone completely, then we'll talk about it. But Naomi was burnt the first time because she thought Vince was gone. He came back and he started cleaning mm-hmm. up, you know, cleaning up house, fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. Vince can't come back twice. And the reason why he can't come back twice, not only did I say it before, but I would just add a little tidbit to it. The reason why he can't come back is because he burnt the wrong people the second time around. The first time right. he came back, he didn't burn his, you know, he burnt his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Shane, he burnt him. He burnt his own brother and, you know, his own son-in-law, right? Laurinaitis mm-hmm. burnt him. But now when you look, it's like, yo, like Brock's in it. You got people who are Vince men, like the guys who no matter what, Anybody does, it's never Vince's fault. Now they're a part of that bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm black, you can expect to see Brock Lesnar at UFC 300. He's not returning to WWE. He's he going to wait mm-hmm. it out. He's going to chill mm-hmm. out. You're going to see him at UFC 300. If he's not fighting, he's going to be there in the crowd because he is trying mm-hmm. to distance himself from WWE. He's going to hold off for about 60 days. So when you see him at UFC 300 in March, was I think March 28th, 
It'll be there. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, the first Brock Lesnar sighting, is he going to sign with UFC now? Is he going to go back to WWE? He has no reason to be in WWE anymore. That's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Them days are gone. Because he's already accomplished everything. The people he could fight, retired. And the people he wants to fight, they don't have anything that he's fighting for. He's not fighting Gunther. He's not fighting mm-hmm. AJ Styles. Like, he wants to fight people who have held a title that mattered. It's not going to happen. The issue is WWE now is in a situation where Vince has kind of held them down for the last four years, like held them underwater, so to speak, not held them down, but like held them underwater for four years. And even though they were able to breathe and they could hold their breath, now it's just been too long. And now Vince, he done moved away. You know, nobody's going to say Vince is going to jail. He's a little bit too old, in my personal opinion. They're going to just like Vince, just ride off into the sunset, bro. Just let it be what it was. But he had the opportunity the first time. He said he was bigger than that. He thought he was bigger than the brand. Mm-hmm. So, to, to, to land my plane with this, before, because I know it's going to happen just like it did last Monday when we recorded, this is going to happen. We're going to get off the show, and there's going to be mm-hmm. three pieces of news that come out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's going to be this, uh, article number one is going to be, this female um, didn't return to the Royal Rumble or didn't participate in the Royal Rumble because of this. You can just mm-hmm. insert somebody. I'll insert a few. Sasha Banks. I'll say Molly Holly. I'll also say um, Trish Stratus. I, I speak on the Trish Stratus situation because the only reason I felt like she returned was because of the fact that Vince was kind of on the way out, right? There's that. Mm-hmm. AJ Lee, you can add her. She she has a book to sell and shit. But mm-hmm. imagine her being like, you know, on a bestseller list, all of a sudden joining WWE again for Royal Rumble around this bullshit. She won't be a part of that. Right. So, Ultimately, um, just to, I guess, officially land my playing foot tonight, um, the Royal Rumble, if I were to give it a grade, because I think we're at the grade time of the show. Um, mm-hmm. if, we're, if we're giving it a vote of zero to 10, I'm going to give it a two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know that's not the way you would want to start 2024. The reason I'm giving mm-hmm. it a two is because there were only four matches, right? So, right. If we're giving, if we're if we're doing that, we got what two, four, six, eight, and then actually, I can't even give it a half. I can't even give it a half because one match was ass, the Roman match. So if we do two and a half there, it didn't do it. The women's match, I'm giving it a two. Um, the match with KO, I'm I can't even give that points because that was ass. The men's Royal Rumble mm-hmm. can't give it any points. The pay-per-view Royal Rumble for it to only have four matches and the women's match mm-hmm. lasting was an hour and 20 minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Being the highlight and it was the first one, it was the best thing. Yep. I don't, I'm not saying pay-per-views need to have seven, eight matches like they used to, but when the first match is the best match and we still had to sit through another three hours mm-hmm. of shit and mm-hmm. it didn't get better, it got progressively worse. Yeah, you get a two mm-hmm. out of ten. It, that's not even an F. That is a. You know what? You may have to take summer school because this is kind of right. bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's that bad, um, right? I, I can't really grade anybody. I'm not going to give them any awards. It's definitely a two out of ten. The mm-hmm. the one thing that I wish I would have seen, or the, what I'm looking forward to, rather, is actual story development. Now the Royal Rumble's over. We know that there's roughly three matches. That we know we're getting. We know we're getting right. at least three matches that came mm-hmm. from Royal Rumble, right? 
Right. But Elimination Chamber, for it to be in yep. Australia, yep. they have to figure out the one thing that I don't know how they're going to like answer it is how can you lead us to WrestleMania knowing how people had a bad taste in their mouth about Royal Rumble? I think like, again, I don't, I don't know how they do it. I think again, um, I think it's going to come down to the ladies, um, the ladies elimination chamber. I, I, I'm calling it now. They're going to have the best one. Um, which is interesting, and and I think that may great make a greater case for the ladies main eventing of WrestleMania. So I think I think it's going to come down to the ladies, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, but just to quickly but, land me, my plane. Oh yeah. Uh, th- th- just one question. I'll shut up. Do mm-hmm. you feel like we we got to the point with WrestleManias where it would be okay to have a, a ladies' night and a fellas' night, like? If if Sunday was for the the women and Saturday was for the men, would you be comfortable knowing like, all right, there's going to be like four or five like women's matches, or do you think that it it needs to be integrated where there's both like co-ed matches? I think we're at a point where they can carry one on their own, and I'm and I'm saying that now from the WWE Women's Title to the WWE World Women's Title. The tag team titles, which is held now be held by Kabuki Warriors. Um I I think the women themselves could carry a carry a night. I think so too. All right. I, I finished what I was gonna say. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I definitely wanted to just um land land my plane on uh, all these uh the lawsuit on on Vince and all of that. So I read something really interesting on Facebook today, and, and I, I'll definitely send it uh, to everybody. But it was basically a analysis on on Vince's impact on his family with all of this. Um, and they started with Shane. Now, what was alleged in this analysis was that Vince wanted Shane to participate in this, and Shane was like, "No, I don't want to do that." So it's almost like he was kind of grooming his son to kind of take on his activities and Shane just wanted no parts of that. Right. So that might've played a part in him falling back too. Um, another part of it kind of discusses uh, the impact on Stephanie. Now you remember there was one point, one point in WWE where this totally sexualized Stephanie. I mean, <laughs> I, I know Stephanie has a story to tell. Now, whether or not she'll tell it, that that's on, that would be on her time. But he totally sexualized his daughter. In fact, Kurt Angle talked about a t- that filming that kissing scene with him and Stephanie and how Vince was standing there watching them the whole entire time and how it was Vince's idea. So, I mean, I say the family impact is great. It really is. Um, and yet he kept doing it. It, it I mean, it, it's really a case of a man's ego just so out of control and maybe being in a different time post Me Too era that need to happen in order to get Vince to sit his ass down somewhere. Facts. And, I, and I'll just land my plane there. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, not only have we, we talked about wrestling for an hour, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm starting to think that it's no, it's like it's not just the storylines that we're following. Like wrestling actually has like news and entertainment and storylines and stuff like mm-hmm. that, just like any other sports do. But right. for them to start 2024 this way, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to take from it because I'm, I'm genuinely concerned that it's going to be four or five months before they figure out how to redeem themselves from this. And mm-hmm. they did it before with Vince. It was like, okay, like, cool. What we'll do is we'll get rid of Vince and we'll just make, we'll make the stories better. But now it's coming out that the people that are a part of the stories are <laughs> Vince mm-hmm. guys. They're yes men. And it, it just hurts knowing that th- this is where it's come from and this is where it's headed. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, just, I'm really hoping that next week when we, we come back to the sports desk, mm-hmm. there's not even more positivity. We can focus on wrestling. Right. And this is just coming from last week when we were so enthusiastic. We had so many like quips to say. We were even talking about New Japan. We're talking about AEW. We took yep. a entire episode talking about WWE in a non-positive way to me. I talked about mm-hmm. it non-positively because, not because of the card, not because of the news around it, it's because of the, the blatant disappointment of them having every opportunity. This wasn't Royal Rumble. This was crown jewel to me. Mm-hmm. Right. If anybody would have asked me, like, we've already talked about grades, like, what pay-per-view in the last 300 and 65 days was better than Royal Rumble, I would absolutely say, like, Crown Jewel. I would say, actually, no, Hell and was pretty bad. Um, like, TLC. Like, th- there, were, there were matches, there were cars that were good, but when it comes to WWE, we shouldn't be talking about the, the antics and the, the the what do you call it the the dark papers that, that's a new thing that I found out that wrestling fans have now which is dark papers of oh well the behind the scenes stuff where the disgruntled wrestlers backstage they go and leak shit now, I understand they do but they have dark papers now it's like okay just then put them out but mm-hmm. ultimately with Vin, uh, Vince being out the brand should instantly get better because. For all of them to say how much they hate him and for all the people coming out saying they were completely against him, just make the brand better. That's all I want you to do. Make better matches. Mm-hmm. Make better storylines. But as long as it's where it's at right now, we got about four to six months before shit gets better. The last mm-hmm. time this happened, it took us about three pay-per-views to figure out, like, all right, cool. We're, we're getting back normal. Triple H is holding the reins. Right. He's figuring it out. Mm-hmm. When I watched that after show, I said it in our chat. Cash, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like Triple H, he look old now. He he looked like Hogan. It's like, oh, like he he looks like I'm trying my hardest. Uh huh. <laughs> and the reason why, to me, it looks like he's trying his hardest because he, he wants this to thrive. He wants the people to prosper. You could tell from the women's. You could tell what his hands touch versus mm-hmm. what was approved by Vince. And we've always said that, but. It was 
not more evident than Saturday. Women's Royal Rumble, he had his hands all over that. You could tell the relationships he built with TNA. You could see the people he brought in for the, the women's match. The, the storylines, the ability to each wrestler had their moment of putting on their finishers and like making their spots and stuff like that. But then you get to the Men's Royal Rumble. And it's like, oh, this is Vince right here. It had him written all over that shit. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this could have been any person. Like, when they found out, oh, Brock can't be here because of the whole situation that happened, just bring Braun Breaker in and just fill in the gaps here. Kofi did nothing. We're like, wait a minute. Like, where's the Kofi moment? There wasn't any? Cool. You, you had, um, I won't call him K-Quick, but R-Truth. Like, he had his moment. I'm like, oh, like, this is last year's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it until I actually watched. I was like, oh, this is literally Royal Rumble from last year. Mm-hmm. It's just there's less Hall of Famers. And I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for some people. A lot of the people that we consider Hall of Famers now are dead. They're gone. Or they're already inducted. Here's the, here's the flip of that coin. And it's going to be a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. And I really hope that this resonates before we end this show. Is this. Because of Vince, there won't be enough people in the next three to five years to induct into the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is they don't have enough people to push. Now, if he would have retired three or four people a year, but they decided, okay, six, seven people is it. Tag teams are it. Vince has burnt relationships with archive like you know hall of fame wrestlers that should have been hall of fame because he refuses to put them in and they refuse to go so you got that right then you have the people who would never get pushed right so you have those people who was like okay like vince wouldn't push them or vince didn't believe in them so they'll never get it mr kennedy won't ever get it test won't ever get it chris benoit won't ever get it right there's some people that just honestly will never make hall of fame because of the fact that they have that stigma that that stench that he left right that trail that he left but when I say three to five years, it's because not them, those people. Right now, when I look at people who are wrestling, or the people who could be wrestling, mm-mm. like I can't see in five, you know, five, eight, ten years, them ever having a Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because yeah. we have people like Roman Reigns holding the title for four years. We have people who, like The Miz, who... He can disappear for six or seven months because he has TV shows and endorsements and stuff like that. He has to go and come in and pull John, uh, John Cena moves because like, they need him at that point. But he's, he's so far removed now from WWE. It's like, yeah, when he comes back, it's similar to Cena. But what about the now? Like, yeah, you have, to me, you may have a Hall of Fame year where all the women, it's just nothing but women that year. You mm-hmm. may have Charlotte, you may have Becky, you have, you know, not Bianca, but you have like Naomi. You have all of them get inducted the same year, right? But now when I look at who they're attempting to bring up, they they bury Chelsea Green. They've been burying her for three years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, what wasn't she next up? Nothing. Karma, same situation. Like, we, I'm really hoping that w, WWE doesn't fix themselves, but they fix their outlook of the wrestlers that they have. They have the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to say, you know what? We get a second chance. We know we went wrong the first time and we're going to get better at it and do better. If they don't do it, I can guarantee you this. 
if you thought the whole WWC purchase was bad and it was just like a instant red flag for turn, uh, you know, Turner and all of them with Vince being gone and TKO, I understand they have all these mergers and partnerships and shit like that. A lot of your favorite Hall of Famers and stuff like that, like Rock, they're only coming back to get the credits and the rights to their names. You're going to start seeing RVD. You're going to start seeing Diamond Dallas Page. And that's great to have the nostalgia and shit like that. They're not here for long term. They're not here to build them up. They want their rights, and they're going to get the fuck out. Rock mm-hmm. being the first one. I don't know who's next. I pers- If I had to pick, Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas, you're going to see him again. You're going to start seeing DDP yoga shit with TKO. You're going to start seeing him come in, you know, sporadically because he's distanced himself from WWE completely because not just Vince, but management and the interconnections there. But they have to drain the fucking swamp. They have to start getting rid of not just the, the, the people at the top of the food chain, but all those people who, think about it, the first time that Vince was gone, you know, the first time that he was gone, he still had fucking people there. Brock was still there. Yeah. People, mm-hmm. Lauren Ice, they were still there. Which means that somebody internally with WWE, even to this day, is still sitting there fishing and getting information or leaking information. And it's because they're protecting themselves. Brock had been protecting himself. Other people have been protecting themselves. And this is just my personal take on it. You can say what you want. But if it doesn't get better in three to five months, it's going to get real dark for not just the WWE, but for TKO. And mm-hmm. I know how much they want to start merging UFC with um, WWE. I wouldn't touch WWE with a 10-foot pole until they figure out what their identity is post Vince McMahon. And that's why right. my last statement is this episode being called The Fucking Royal Fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. what a show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and we discussed any closing for thoughts? an entire hour. Um closing thoughts. Despite all of this, I'm still glad to be a wrestling fan because I know there are other promotions out there that can still give me what I want. Uh, minus the, the the awful drama. Now, none none of them are perfect, but I'm not getting this anywhere else. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and I think what we're seeing is what's done in the dark will always come to light. Always keep that in mind. And then that's my For closing sure. thought. Yeah. I said everything I need to say, ladies and gentlemen. You have been listening to another episode of the Sports Desk. This episode being appropriately called the Royal Fumble. I'm Greg, and I'm joined by none other than my co-host. Yep, Cashley. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Lou, he had to step out. Uh, but we should be back next week. I don't think we have a four-day weekend this week. I think it's in a few weeks. Uh, but yeah. uh, for anybody who is listening and wants to help or wants to contribute you can definitely leave voicemails live on stereo as you heard earlier and we will play them live if you want to hear the shows back there on all of your digital streaming platforms your dsps but if you could leave us a five-star review 
on the Apple Store, or I'm sorry, the Apple like iTunes podcast app. Mm-hmm. We will read it live. I think we have a few. I'll play that. Well, I'm sorry. I'll record those next week. But um, we'll have a full docket next week with sports mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I know we're supposed to talk about the Super Bowl and everything, but next week we can do that because, again, there is no football on. So we have more opportunity to talk about that. Um, we still have, at the time, we have about like 40 minutes left of WWE. Mm-hmm. Cashy and I are going to watch that. And I'm almost guaranteeing there will be some shit that happens when we close out this mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> Yep. So until next week, y'all, we will see you. Peace. All right. Peace, y'all. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.